Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. to you. How are you doing? On a Monday morning, Dave Hughes here, filling in for Gerard over in the booth. The lovely visage of Rhino. How are you doing today, sir? Howdy, howdy. I'm having to adjust the volume in here uh, because the the last person to use headphones in the studio was apparently brand new to radio and they still had their hearing because it was turned down to a level I couldn't even hear anything, but I'm, I'm better now. After you've been in radio for long enough and you've worn these things for long enough, uh, your, your most common comment every day is, huh? What? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. that's uh, I had some sage advice from someone who'd been doing it a long time at that point in time. That's why if you're watching on supertalk.fm, you'll see I've got ears on this side. I got it pulled back to where nothing on that side so that I have at least one good ear. You'll have one good ear, yeah. And I'm to the point to where I can just knock that one off whenever I want and knock it back on. But I just when I came up through the business, I got used to having both cans on my ears and... Now I can't hear anything. If a plane is coming in to crash on top of me, I'm never going to know until it lands. I won't hear it. It's just not even possible. Hey, Andy. Ceasefire text line. Um, how you been doing, man? Now, since, since I was up here last, you moved into a new place. You've transplanted Porch Cat. Oh, yeah. That was a ride. I'll bet. Because Porch Cat doesn't, she doesn't go on many car rides, and that was probably the longest car ride she'd ever been on. And she freaked me out a little bit, because we got about 10 minutes into a 30, 35-minute drive, and she wanted to climb all over me, which was normal for any short car trip, like especially to the vet or something. When she climbed up on me, and then she got real still, because she started to see the trees going by really quick. And then her jaw just hung open, and her eyes got really big, and it, it's like she froze. And I thought she was going catatonic on me. It was a little weird. So I was like, okay, are you okay? Meow for me. Do something, because you have not moved. You've just been so freaked out. <laughs> you treed your own cat by taking it for a ride. But, yeah, that's been a bit, and I've settled in, and now thanks to the... Uh, prices of housing it might be a little while before i move oh i don't know what you're talking about things are going great <laughs> the economy is wonderful and fluffy and full of love for everyone the housing market oh the mortgage rates what 97 percent now something like that that's what it feels like most days and it's only going up from here kids just go ahead and brace up for that uh we do and something that kind of ties into that we have our guest next hour patrick sullivan the president of the mississippi energy institute talking about energy prices and he had a great piece he wrote where he linked to some articles about some of the things that they're doing in in england and europe and california and new york and some of the places that are already getting ready for the energy crisis of the winter 
My favorite one uh, in England, they are telling everyone they need to limit their showers to five minutes long. One person tested that said, it took 48 seconds for my water to get hot. The fact that you now live in a world where someone has to know to the second how long it takes for their water to get hot to shower tells you we have a problem. That's a good indicator right there. Got a lot of other stuff. I've got something that I stumbled across because you know this. We've talked about it before. I have this tendency to dig into numbers and and play around with them and, and just look at them. And I ran across one from the Department of Revenue. And I, I want to play a game with this. C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Don't cheat. You can go look this up. Don't do that. Don't cheat. Just off the top of your head, uh, we are two months into the new fiscal year in Mississippi. Gross sales in the state of Mississippi for that two months, for the first two months of the fiscal year that have been reported. We've got a new report coming out in about a week or two. Uh What's that total? That's everything. That's retail, wholesale, manufacturing, the surprisingly robust mining industry in Mississippi, administrative cost, everything. Retail sales, gross retail sales for that two months. What do you think it is? Just take a guess and see what you think it is. And then we're going to play the what do you think it was for last fiscal year. Because that just ended. Because it's interesting. I'll go ahead and tell you right now, and I was I was talking with Big Daddy back here, threw it at him, and he actually undershot the percentage of growth from last year, two months in, to this year, two months in. So what do you think? 601-879-4395, easiest thing in the world to do. Just make a guess. Just throw a number out there. Might be high, might be low. Might not care. I just want to know what your guess is, and we'll see how close you get. Uh, no, we are not down. But you ha- there's a point I want to make about that, though, because you see gross sales and even sales tax diversions back to municipalities, and they're up. They're all up. Why? Because stuff costs more. Now, it's been an upward trend for a while, But if you had 10 people buying a dollar item last year, and you only got five people buying that item this year, but it costs $2, well, you're even. But you got half as many people spending money. So the inflationary impact on these numbers, you have to factor it in. It's not as simple as, yay, we're doing great. You've got probably, and I don't know this, I haven't dug in, but check me on this, Rhino. My guess, you've probably got less people spending more money. You definitely have less people spending discretionary income. Yes, I think so. The uh, Barry from Collins. Uh, here, here is the first, uh, the first guess. Barry from Collins says two point one billion. I'm going to assume that's for the fiscal year so far. That's our first guess. I'll give you a baseline. We're going to play prices right here and see who can make it onto the stage to try to get the guy over the Alps. Uh, two point after Yodel. Yes, yes, that that was my plan. From Saturday, when I started thinking about this, that was my plan, was for this to end up with you yodeling. 
my life is so good right now. Uh, but $2.1 billion, that's the uh, that's the first one. 1.7%. No, I will give you that percentage. Percentage, first two months of this fiscal year versus the first two months of last fiscal year, we're up about 11% year on year for that same two-month period. That that's a that's a pretty significant jump in terms of but now we're talking gross sales. We're not talking about tax money, we're not talking about any it's, this is people wrote a check or swiped their card or inserted their chip or handed over a stack of bills. It's just a rough raw count of that number. How much was spent? Mike from Corinth, the man with my budget says one dollar. No, that that's my budget. That that's that's my budget, Mike. Talking about for the whole state, what was spent. Main guess so far two point one billion. I will tell you this, that is wrong and it's not close. It's not close. So dig around and see what you can figure out. See don't go look it up, that's cheating. Somebody's going to come in with the exact, I've got the exact number all the way out to every significant figure. Somebody's going to put that exact number in chat and go, well, it was just a guess. No, 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 no. We'll know. So I'm just curious. The prize, by the way, if you get it right, Rhino won't yodel. I think that's fair. But this is fascinating to me because the number surprised me. The number surprised me. I was not looking for any of these numbers, and as I kept digging into it, I just kept getting more and more surprised. So, Tim and McGee, 126 million. You, um, Tim, I love you, buddy. You are catastrophically wrong. Reese and Clarksdale, six and a half billion. Yeah. Let's just say we're moving in the right direction and leave it at that. What do you think? Gross sales in the state of Mississippi for the first two months of this fiscal year. This doesn't get you out of it. You realize that, right? This is not a free pass just because you went and found the yodeling guy from The Price is Right. You're still on the hook. You thought him shaving the beard was an incentive. We could have rhino yodeling before noon today. It's Middays, live in the Element Well Studios. We will continue on a Monday morning. Get your guesses in on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Gross sales, as reported by the Department of Revenue in the state of Mississippi, for the first two months of this fiscal year, what does it total? going to surprise you with this one. We'll talk about it again next. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. 
How can RJ Young help you? With digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology, RJ Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulation glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. 37 years. That's a long time, and that's how long Shapley's Restaurant has been bringing you the finest in steaks, seafood, and, of course, our homemade hot tamales. This is Mark Shapley, and we are proud that we are celebrating our 37th year in business. Shapley's has been a staple in the greater Jackson market and had the pleasure of serving guests from around the country. This couldn't have happened without you, and we are so grateful for your continued support. Shapley's Restaurant, 37 years and counting. Come see us soon. 601-957-8000. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. Middays on Super Talk Mississippi. Dave Hughes in on this Monday morning. If you were listening to Paul and Perez this morning on the Gallo Show, uh, Perez reported this because I texted it to him. They were talking about the winner of Sanderson Farms, uh, <clears throat> Mackenzie Hughes. Paul had wondered if it was any relation. Uh, yeah, I would just like to officially say he now has $1.4 million. I have already started trying to figure out how to fill out the adoption paperwork. I, I look forward to welcoming him back into the family. It's been a long separation. Uncle Timbo missed you, Mackenzie. Come on home. <sighs> there he is. There's Perez now. My text connection to the morning show. 
Oh, man. I was driving in, heard that, said, yeah, well, I'm some, for some reason, his number's unlisted. <laughs> oh, you you mean uh, McKenzie? Yeah. Yeah, he won't take my calls. Neither is he taking calls from any other family members. Both real or imagined. There are more cousins that have popped up over the last 24 hours than you knew were possible. You know he has to give half of that away. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Sugar got to get his cut. But you know what? There's a whole bunch of other uncles standing in line right behind him. I got to go, Dave. <laughs> you walked in here. It's your fault, man. It, it's your fault. I'm wearing him out, too. Yes. Well, it's good for him. He's warming up because later on he's going to get to yodel. It's that kind of day. Yeah. And now Perez is leaving the building, as anyone with any wisdom about them should do. We've gotten some guests on the C Spire text line. Tim and McGee, for his 126 million guests, said, but I didn't cheat. So, yes, you do get credit for that. And it is painfully obvious from your guests that you did not cheat. Uh, let's see here. Uh, $8.25 billion. That's Johnny in West Point. Gary from Tishomingo. Uh, added a dollar to that bid to try to get on the stage and said $8.3 billion. It's functionally the same thing, isn't it? At that point, yeah. Yeah. You know, $8.2, $8.3 billion. Yeah. It's pocket change at that point. Uh, $7 billion. Curtis and McComb, $10.456 billion. That is a very specific guess. I mean, specifically it's wrong, but it's a very specific Wrong guess. Uh, Barry from Collins. $10 billion, or as Elon Musk calls it, a slow week. I don't know. The way the market's been going lately, he might take a couple of extra bucks. Especially after that underwhelming debut of the Tesla uh, robot. Did you see that? I saw bits and pieces. I didn't get to watch the whole thing. It walked out and waved. And then did the worst robot version I've ever seen of raising the roof. <laughs> and that's it. That was the full tech demo. Was that before or after he told his engineers he wanted the Tesla truck to be a boat and let them know via Twitter? Yes. And that was the first they had heard of it, from what I understand. I wanted to be waterproof and be able to cross the canal. And the engineers said, what? Dude, it's a truck. I mean, technically, everything could be a temporary boat. Just about how long it can stay on top of the water. Yeah. A brick can be a temporary boat if you're measuring in less than a second. Yeah. I mean, you know, just depends on your standard, I guess. First, guess going way over. Love the optimism, Chris. Chris and Boca Chitta. 1.2 trillion. Not quite there yet. No, nope, not quite there yet. Not for two months. But I like the optimism. I like the attitude. Keep that going. That's the way to start the week on a Monday. That kind of attitude right there. Uh, and I, I, I let's let's go ahead and end the suspense, shall we? For the first quarter of the current fiscal year, which is the 2023 fiscal year, because you refer to a fiscal year by the year it ends in, since it crosses the calendar boundary. For the first two months of the fiscal year, 2023, did you have a guess, Rhino? I'm uh, excluded from playing in the game because I know the number. You cheated. 
I yeah. didn't cheat. I just read it. Yeah. $30.9 billion in gross sales. Last year, for the first two months of the fiscal year, we had $27.5 billion. Now, keep in mind, 0.5 sounds small until you realize that's $500 million. $27.5 billion last year, $30.9 billion for the same two months this fiscal year. It's a little over 11% rise. Now, here's my question. Is that an uptick in sales, or is that an uptick in inflation? I, you and I both know it's a combination of the two. And I don't know how you would divide those out to see which is having a bigger effect, because that increase is higher than what we're being told is the increase in prices due to inflation. Unless we're talking about butter, but that's a story for later in the show. Brace up for Thanksgiving, by the way. So which one is it? Which one is having a bigger impact? Because we're being told inflation is what, seven, eight, nine percent? Well, this is an almost, this is 11 to 12 percent increase over the same two months last fiscal year. Those two numbers don't match. So do we have more people spending or is inflation worse than they're telling us? It, it's hard to sift that out. Someone who actually paid attention in business statistics would have to run the Bayesian statistics model for it. Yes. Because I don't remember that. I'm looking at the formula. I don't remember how to do it. Yeah. No, no. No. I I know what you're talking about. That's as far as I go. I I remember that, but I couldn't do it for all the – I couldn't do it. I can vividly remember the question on the test that I did not get right. (laughs) If Chris was going to give me that $1.2 trillion that was his guess, I couldn't do it. It's, it's something much more complicated and above my pay grade than I can see from here. But there's an answer in there somewhere. And what do you and I say all the time? The answer is always where? Somewhere in the middle. I think there's more money being spent by people, but I also think maybe prices are they've they've risen a bit more than we're being told. And this is a gross oversimplification because there's a lot of different factors that go into this. I'm aware of that. Just looking at the raw numbers and the totals, though, uh, our gross sales in the state have risen year on year by between eleven and twelve percent. Did you realize you were spending that much more money? Did you realize you had money to spend? Is a better question, probably. Number one category, by the way, no surprise to anyone, retail. Out of that $30.9 billion, $11.7 billion is retail sales. Second place. Guess what second place is? Wholesale. Makes sense. $8.7 billion. So that's two-thirds of all the money spent was retail and wholesale in the state of Mississippi for these first two months. So now, see, then I started getting curious because I compared this year to last year, the fiscal year that just ended. Uh, we had $183 billion in gross sales for that fiscal year. The year before that, we had $160 billion. 
That was the fiscal year that stretched from the summer of 2020 to the summer of 2021. You go back beyond that. 2019, we had $148 billion. You go back 10 years, how much do you think things have changed in 10 years in the state of Mississippi? Oh, a lot. For the 2022 fiscal year, we had $183 billion in gross sales. In 2012, $45 billion. Almost five times as much money being spent in the state of Mississippi as it was a decade ago, 10 years ago. That's a big deal. I haven't seen anybody talk about that, but I got fascinated by it because I'm me and I'm I'm problematic at best. But I got fascinated by it. I thought it was very interesting when I started digging into this, which is just further proof that I desperately need a new hobby. This is what I'm doing for fun, Rhino. I mean, there are worse ways to spend your time. I guess so. Dan and Hattiesburg, could part of it be ARPA funds that had to be spent? That could be factored into that as well, yes. Because this is everything. Karen and Ripley, I noticed yesterday as I was grocery shopping that some items are up 40%, and then you have some items up over 50%. My wife has started backhanding me in the store when we're in there because every single thing she picks up, she goes, why is that so much? And I'm like, welcome to inflation. That's my... She's gotten sick of hearing that phrase, but that's the answer every time. Why is this so much? Welcome to inflation. It's a throwback to the 70s. I'm getting my bell bottoms back out. That'll teach you. We'll continue in the Element Well Studios on middays after this. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Catherine Carter-Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection, and that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. 
staff get things done? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything. That's why all of us at Janney King, the king of clean, are excited to team up with you. At Janney King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your places for work, education, medical attention, eateries, stadiums, and worship. Let our team help your team. Go to JanneyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JanneyKingCleans.com. Janney King, the king of clean. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. An Ocean Springs man must be feeling extremely lucky this morning. He cashed in five winning Mississippi lottery tickets for a total of $14,700. He bought all those tickets at Polk's Drugs in August or September. Meanwhile, a Grand Bay, Alabama man won $10,000 on two cash four tickets. One of those was purchased in Moss Point and the other in Gaucher. You can check your own lottery numbers at mslottery.home. Just use the search your numbers tool. An 11-year-old from Brandon got a chance to show off her barbecue skills at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue in Kansas City, Missouri, Saturday. Alexis Garrett took home second-place honors in the Kids' Q competition with her ribeye, and it must run in the family. Her father, Wes, won the grand champion at the downtown Jonesboro Barbecue on their way to Kansas City. I would like to share some news with you today. Mississippi Industries for the Blind has cleaning chemicals and products to keep your business or even your home clean and safe. Our U.S.-made cleaning products are safe, user-friendly, and come with no harsh chemical odors, just a clean, fresh scent. There's no waste with these pre-measured packs. They're a great way to help your bottom line. Would you like to know more? Please contact MIB at sales at msblind.org. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. Accurate information, in-depth analysis, and clear insight all in one place. The Gallo Radio Show with Paul Gallo. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. 
back. The Element Wealth Studios and the C Spire text line popping on this Monday morning. Dave Hughes here. Mike from Corinth on the C Spire text line. And I think this is indicative of what we're talking about here, Rhino. Says, I do hot shot hauling. My rates have gone up 15 to 25% since last year, and I have less money in my pocket now than last year. Yeah, because yours went up that much. Other things have gone up that much or more. So you're you're covering the eggs, the extra cost of the service that you provide, but it's not making you any more money. And then you go to the store and you're spending more than you were, so yeah, you're going to have less money in your pocket. It's very complicated and very simple all at the same time. I have a story here. I mentioned it just a minute ago. This is this is fun. Talking about that Girl Scout cookies are going up. Now we need an emergency session of Congress. Five gone to, too far. Yeah, five to six dollars a box. It's only going up a dollar, unless you realize that's a twenty percent increase. If we're talking percentages, Girl Scout cookies are going up twenty percent. And if there's one thing you know for certain. If the economy turned back around and went back to where it was three, four years ago, they ain't coming back down. It doesn't work that way. Never has, never will. There's nothing more permanent than a temporary price increase due to inflation. Because I see people all the time talking about what gas was back two, three years ago, which it was cheaper, but I've told this story before. When I started driving, you know, back in the late 1800s, gas was like 50 cents a gallon, 40 cents a gallon. And we actually had a price war in Macomb, and one of the stores in Macomb for eight hours on a Sunday afternoon gave eight gallons away for free. The line went all the way down Delaware to downtown. They had the police out working the line. Didn't advertise it, didn't tell anybody. There was no social media. Word still got out. I can guarantee you that. You know how I know? I was in the line. So, this is a problem that's not going away. The economy turns around. You're still going to have things that are more than they were beforehand. And that's... That's not going to change. I'm looking for the story. Here it is. Butter. Butter prices in August rose 24.6%. Butter. And to top it all off, they are now saying, this is an article on Fox Business, uh, we are facing a butter shortage for the holidays. Has anyone checked on Paula Dean to make sure she's okay during these trying times? A butter shortage. Why do I have a feeling the word shortage is going to start becoming more common? Am I being too pessimistic right now? I know I, t- I trend in that direction sometimes. No, it, it seems that the, uh, the going rate has gotten a little steep for the vast majority of people, and you definitely see less. 
Yes, and I, I see one other thing quite clearly from the ceasefire text line. I'm never going camping with Larry and Jackson. Larry says, once the camel gets his nose under the tent, there's no stopping him. I don't know where you're camping, dude. <laughs> Need to find a new location. <sighs> but he's he's right. As metaphors go, yeah. Once the camel gets his nose under the tent, there's no stopping him. Yeah, the whole tent's coming down eventually. That's the way it works. This is going to continue. It's going to be interesting to see how this impacts things because we're we're facing a situation where we're more than likely going to see retail sales the highest possibly we've ever seen them for this holiday shopping season. While everybody complains that they're having a bad Christmas and they're not able to afford to get everything they want to get and how bad things are. Those two facts, if you just look at them and you don't understand what's happening, don't make sense. Things are so bad. Record year in retail. Well, yeah, you're paying more for the same stuff. So less people are going to be shopping. It's going to be the ones that, well, it went up 20%. Oh, well. It's Christmas. I'm going to get it. Then there's the people that are going to say, it went up 20%. I'm going to stop by the convenience store on the way home. Everybody's getting Slim Jims. There's one shortage I've seen reported on that I haven't seen anybody up in arms about. There's a report now that there may, in fact, be a shortage of canned cranberry sauce for the Thanksgiving table. Quick question: Did they, when it was served to you as a kid at Thanksgiving, did they cut cut it into slices, or did they just have that can shaped lump of cranberry sauce in a dish out on the table? Oh yeah, it was just a can shaped lump. the The lines from the can were the indicators where to cut. Yes, yes. Well, that's how you knew you were posh. You know, if if they went ahead and cut it on those lines before they put the dish out, you you were in the upper crust at that point. I think there might have been like one cut off just to fold over and look pretty, but yeah, it was mainly just there. Dave from Ripley, my Walmart has been out of Old Roy dog food for over a month, and it's not the first time. I've noticed several things. You go to the store. I mean, it's it's not the great toilet paper and bicycle crisis of 2020, but I've noticed that there are some things that are in short supply. I mean, you don't really hear much about it nowadays, but the baby shortage, I I, I don't have a baby, but the, the baby formula aisle, I, I tend to walk past that at the Wally World to go back and get the butter and milk and everything and yeah it's, a, it's the most logical I, path I, I take into account the fact that it's never full yeah never not even on the day where they're restocking everything it's never full and usually within 30 minutes it's back to being empty again because people see it and go like i better get it while it's here and rake it in and go and that that is part of the process usually not always, but usually one of the prime drivers of a shortage is the fear of there being a shortage. We saw that with the toilet paper. We've seen that with so many different things over the last three, four years. The most surefire way to have a shortage of something is to let people think there might be a shortage of it, and then it's all gone. 
Whereas you and I talked about this with the toilet paper thing. If you just keep up your normal buying patterns and you don't fill the entire garage with packs of toilet paper just in case, every night is not taco night. You don't need that much. Uh, then things progress as normal. But we're kind of in that pattern, I think, partially with the baby formula thing. Of course, at the same time, the original plant up in Michigan that caused that, you know, they reopened it and four days later had to close it again because they still had problems. CC in Sinatobia on the ceasefire text line points out another wrinkle to the situation. Shrinkflation is also a real thing. Yes. Perfect example. I went to the Wally World over the weekend to get some some no-bake cookies, and they had a chocolate version and a peanut butter version. And I usually get the peanut butter version, but they looked a little small. I looked at the labeling, and the peanut butter version is 14 ounces. The chocolate version is 18 ounces. They used to be the same. Bet they cost the same. Oh, yeah, they're still the same price. Yes. Raisin Bran's going back to one scoop any day now. It's going to be one scoop of raisins. That's all you're going to get. So, yes, shrinkflation is a very real thing. Thomas, has credit card debt increase uh, been consummate with the increase in sales tax collections? That's that's a good question. I don't know. We need to look that up. I don't know. There I, has been an increase I would bet, in credit card debt for Americans. Yeah, I would bet the answer is yes. But that's a total guess on my part, just from everything else I've looked at and everything that I've read. I would suspect the answer is going to be yes, which means there's a finish line for that race. Sooner or later, the credit card is maxed out. And yeah, that's it real scary when you see the reports that more Americans are having to use credit and debt to buy necessities. Yeah. Food, rent, pay the electric bill. Those kind of things. It's definitely scary. Carolyn Startville, my eye is on Putin and how his chess game on how things may go, and his chess game on how things may go. Um, no matter what else we discuss, no matter what else we talk about, can we all agree, I think we can all get on the same page and agree that Putin is, well, when it comes to mental health, he is bad. Oh, we're out of time. Okay. <clears throat> you know where I was going with that, though. And I think we can all agree with that. That's the part that worries me. When you cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and shrinkflation has hit the Cocoa Puffs, it's not a good situation. Final segment of the first hour of Middays Live in the Element Wealth Studios up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 81. Tonight, mostly clear conditions, low around 57. A look to your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 82. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 57. And for your Wednesday, a beautiful day on tap, sunny skies, high near 83. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile since 1871. For all your deer camp needs, stop by today. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Digital banking from the Citizens Bank is great if you're like me, eh, shall we say, night person. With our secure online banking and mobile app, you can bank on your own time. With a touch of the screen, you can pay bills 
make deposits, even transfer funds on the fly. See digital banking in a new light. Just not sunlight. <laughs> Download the app today. The Citizens Bank. Member at the IC. This is Dave Lowe with Canon Nissan of Jackson. Now's the time to get a brand new Nissan from Canon Nissan of Jackson. New Nissans are arriving daily, and Canon Nissan will match any competitor's prices on tires, batteries, and more. Nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Hi, my name is Jason Murda, and I'm a realtor at Four Corner Properties. We specialize in recreational, agricultural, hunting, and timberland, as well as 1031 exchanges, investment properties, commercial, and residential homes. Right now, one of the top investments is real estate. So give me a call today, and I will help you find that perfect piece of property or your next dream home at 769-666-9815 or 601-952-2828 and ask for Jason. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 62 to 84.72. March cotton was down 99 to 82.46. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were up three and a half to 1368 and a quarter per bushel. January soybeans were up four cents to 1379 and a half per bushel. December corn was down two cents to 675 and a half per bushel. March corn was down one and a half to 682 and a half per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was up 160 to 148.65. February live cattle was up 127 to 151.92. November feeders up 190. To 176.60. January feeders up 172 to 177.40. And at the open, the Dow Jones up 609 points, 29,335. I'm Dixon Williams, this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. From Kansas to Ohio, that's where you'll find Pivot Bio. From the Mississippi Delta and the Chesapeake, Nebraska and the hills of Tennessee. Proving all thousands of fields across this great land. When you work the ground till the sun goes down, Pivot Bio's got a plan. Green plants and a healthy land, use our predictable nitrogen. Wherever farmers grow, yeah, that's where we go. Predictability in farming is next to impossible. Until now, Pivot Bio provides a more reliable, more predictable source of nitrogen. Pivot Bio delivers nitrogen directly to the plant throughout the growing season. Because it adheres directly to the root, Pivot Bio doesn't wash away in the rain. Plant more predictability next season with Pivot Bio. Learn more at pivotbio.com. That's pivotbio.com yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to the Element Wealth Studios. Middays on Super Talk Mississippi. Dave Hughes here. 
On the Ceasefire Tech Line, Jeff and Forest County Sam's Club is already pushing both Halloween candy and artificial Christmas trees together. They're kind of behind. Well, I mean, Halloween, they put the Halloween stuff out for a good, you know, five days. Uh, Christmas... Hobby Lobby set a new record this year. I first saw the Christmas stuff go up in June. I still say eventually we're going to wrap it around. And Christmas season will start December 26th. It's coming. We, we, we keep moving in that direction. As of this year, we've moved it closer again. Christmas is seven months long. Welcome to the Christmas store. That's kind of like the people, and you know, you do you, I'm fine with this for you, but I don't get it. The people that celebrate their birthday month, I ain't buying you a gift every day. I'm sorry. That's too much cake. That's not healthy for you. It's got day right in the name of the holiday. You you can't have it as a month, but now we're just expanding everything. That's the way it works. I am sounding more and more like a grumpy old man with every day that goes by. Get off my load. You darn kids. Starting to get sad. From the 601, I guarantee those Girl Scout cookies have shrunk down to half of what used to be in a box. Well, I don't know. Might be the same cookie count. They might be smaller cookies. Could be both. Yeah, it could be both. You're right. I do remember a time when you, you had to kind of work to get the cookie out of the sleeve because there wasn't enough wiggle room for your fingers. And now they're divided out to where it's easy to get in there and grab them. Yeah, they practically walk themselves out. Steve and Ponotak, I would just like to point out in about uh, four minutes, I have a six-minute break if you want to bring me a sandwich. He says deli meat mesquite turkey in four months has gone up $3. All the deli meat has. Every last bit of it. Roast beef used to be the king of expensive deli meat. Now everything's the same price as roast beef. Larry and Jackson, when I was a kid, we put our tree up 12 days before Christmas Day. That's the, the 12 days of Christmas. That that was the, They did a song about it. We had varying times growing up when we would put the tree up, but there was a very strict tradition of getting the tree down before the new year. We had a different tradition at my house about getting it down. Usually what we did, because people were off and home and it was something to shut the kids up, we put the Christmas tree up over Thanksgiving weekend. Like that Saturday or Sunday, we would go ahead and put the tree up. At my house, it had to be down no later than January 9th. I know it's an odd date, but we had a reason. We had had some illness in the family back in 1975 down in Macomb, and we hadn't had the chance. My mom had been sick. I had been sick. My dad had been sick. We were all just miserable human beings. So we hadn't bothered. You know, yeah, whatever. when we get to feeling better, we'll take it down. We'll get there. I don't feel like it. I shouldn't be sitting up right now. It was that that super heavy flu kind of thing where oh, yeah. everybody just felt like death warmed over. On January 10th that year, the tree was still up when the tornado came through Macomb, killed several people, and destroyed half the town. So my mother, totally understandable, declared from that time forward, well, obviously it was because the Christmas tree was still up. So we have to have the Christmas tree down by January 9th every year. 
at least there's a reason for it. You know, we, we had we had a reason for our little tradition. Oh, I love this one. This is called efficiency. Mama had hours down by 2 p.m. Christmas Day. Move these presents. I got to get the tree packed up. You don't want to mess with it. You're done. It's a personal preference thing. Unless you're celebrating your birthday month, in which case I'm still not on board. Not going to be. Just telling you right now. Or you could be celebrating Ukrainian Orthodox Christmas. They celebrate on January 6th. Do I look like I want to be annexed by Russia? (laughs) I mean, really? No, that was just the first thing I thought of when you said January 9th. I was like, wait, I'm pretty sure there's an orthodoxy that has theirs early January. Did I not know that about you? We all have our secret facets. (laughs) Um. Actually, now that I think about it, probably the safest way to keep the Russians out of my house is for them to declare that they're annexing it. They annexed those areas of Ukraine, and immediately Ukraine went in and just took them over and kicked the Russians out. Oh, well, never mind. Coming up after the news, we've got Fox News, we've got Super Talk Mississippi News, and then... We've got Patrick Sullivan, president of the Mississippi Energy Institute, joining us as we continue our discussion today about, well, why everything is so dead gum high. So we're going to talk about the juice that makes your light bulbs glow when we come back here on Middays in the Element Well Studio, Super Talk, Mississippi. Home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. More than 80 Hurricane Ian storm deaths are reported by state medical examiners in Florida. Now there are people still stranded in more than 600,000 homes and businesses without power five days after landfall. Do not disaster sightsee. Anybody that is just coming into an area to see the damage needs to leave the area so the first responders can do their job. Florida Emergency Management Director Kevin Guthrie there. President Biden scheduled in Florida Wednesday is on his way to Puerto Rico now to survey Hurricane Fiona damage. Refused a ransom payment, computer hackers released data stolen from the Los Angeles Unified School District. It's still not clear what's been released on the dark web, though parents like Carl Peterson are concerned. You know, what, what could be used against kids? The L.A. School District launching a hotline today to field questions and concerns over the hack and information release. That's Fox's Jeff also on Wall Street. A rally, the Dow and S&P are both up more than 2%. America's listening to Fox News. At Batteries Plus, we power family road trips. We power bedtime stories. We do more than replace batteries and fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit us in-store, curbside, and at BatteriesPlus.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dab Service Parts and Quick Lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates Brandon or RogersDabs.com. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my 
my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A federal regulation that bans bump stocks on semi-automatic firearms is being kept in place by the Supreme Court. Fox's Jared Halpern has more. A ban on devices allowing semi-automatic rifles to fire more like automatic weapons won't be considered by the Supreme Court. Justices denied appeals by gun owners associations who had challenged the legal authority for the Justice Department to enforce the rule. The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives approved the ban during the Trump administration after the 2017 mass shooting in Las Vegas killed 60 people. The shooter used bump stocks to modify his weapons. Lower courts had upheld the ban. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery-powered tools, from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real Steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Cruising the Coast is back through Sunday. It's a chance for car enthusiasts and families to get together and have some fun. And it's a huge boost to the state's economy. Woody Bailey has been organizing the event for 26 years now. It's been voted the nation's top classic car show for the five past years by USA Today readers. A lot of reunions, a lot of friendships have been made throughout the years of Cruising the Coast with people from all over the country. And this, this tends to be a little bit of a reunion for a lot of people. Coming back, seeing old friends, uh, showing their new ride, their new old ride that they may have, or, yeah. uh, and talking about talking cars and uh, enjoying all this music and uh, the, the everything that the coast and the state has to offer. There are over 8,000 cars registered this year. You can log on to cruisingthecoast.com to take a look at the schedule every day. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. Have you ever seen a field of corn or soybeans or cotton growing along the highway? Think about that for a moment. From tiny seeds comes this field of crops. You and I need to live our lives every day. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. We began much the same way as a seed of an idea that took root in 1922. In the 100 years since, the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation has contributed so much to our lives across every county of this state. From insurance to hospitals, from private property rights to road and bridge repair, Mississippi Farm Bureau has fought to make a better way of life for Mississippians, member or not. 
so, while agriculture is important, we are not just a farm organization. 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. Hour number two of Middays, live in the Element Wealth Studios. Dave Hughes here, and I'm joined in studio but now uh, by the president of the Mississippi Energy Institute, Patrick Sullivan, is joining us. Patrick, how you doing today, man? Hey, I'm good. Good to be here on a Monday. Well, it's, it was either this or be at the office. True. Yeah, so, so we, we bailed you out. Thank you. We expect cookies. Now, uh, the the thing we've got you in here to talk about, and it ties into what we were talking about last hour with inflationary pressures and everything going just ridiculous. The energy sector, we see a lot of different areas around the world and around America where is it is it fair to say they seem to have lost their minds when it comes to their energy policies? Yeah, it's very fair. Um Look, these are very unique times, and uh, yeah, I'm glad that uh, you know that your network is is covering this issue because it's something that that everybody needs to start paying attention to. You know, everybody feels it at home when we get the electricity bill or we go to the gas pump, but there are some things happening um, around the globe and and even in parts of the U.S. where it's not an issue of of just high prices. It, it is also an issue of can they keep the lights on? Uh, are there employers, major manufacturers, people that depend on these employers to go to work every day? Are they going to continue to operate? And I know in Europe uh, right now, uh, yeah, I guess the best way to say it is you know, through years of decisions, they have absolutely screwed their economy. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and these are not decisions that were made last week or last year. Uh, now, there's probably a handful of those that were bad decisions, but uh, these are decisions that were made you know, 10 years, 20 years or more ago. It is progression of decisions. And what it's done is it has choked their energy supply to where they just don't have enough of it. And when you don't have enough of it, uh, you know, you've got not only high price problems, you've got do the lights come on uh, problems. And, and Even if you paid your bill. It, exactly. It doesn't matter. And so you read, you read the... The number of stories at this point it's a daily uh, it's a daily news cycle. You read the number of stories and uh, manufacturers who are making comments like, "Well, energy is the foundation of our business. We can't do business here anymore. Uh, we're going to go to the U.S. or parts of the U.S. where 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 we know energy is reliable, and it's not everywhere in the U.S. You know, California's having the same you know, issues, and, and people need to start paying attention because these decisions were made by people who are elected." Uh, to public positions, years and years of bad decisions, saying, well, we don't like that source of energy, and so we're going to do everything we can to make sure we don't have to use it. Uh, well, there's a cost for that, and the cost is the lights don't come on. Well, and great example of that in the last couple of weeks, California, 
they they signed uh, Governor Newsom signed a law into law uh, banning all gas powered cars by I think you know, 2032 I think it's 10 years and then a few hours later announced that there may be blackouts and you need to ration your energy and don't charge your electric cars during these hours every day because it'll overload the grid. Do they not even hear what they're saying? Well, yeah, I think one thing that's misunderstood is just the sheer scale of everything in energy. Uh, and certainly politicians, uh, or most politicians at least, don't understand. I was actually in D.C. last week, and uh, you see Joe Manchin, Senator Manchin's name in the news a good bit. Uh, and we were with him, and and I asked him, uh, I said, you know, for his Democrat colleagues, because we have Democrats here in Mississippi who understand the value of the energy sector and the importance. So we don't deal with it quite like they do in D.C. But but I asked him, do you think it is a issue of that it is uh, more like a, a religious cult uh, of we don't want any oil and gas or fossil fuels, or you think it's just more of the of the his Democrat colleagues having just ignorance of and and his answer was he, he does think it's more like a political religion, uh, and I think that's that's where we are. It's, it's almost like a religious crusade. You know, anything that comes up uh, that's associated with oil and gas or coal, they're automatically against us, whether it reduces emissions or not. Uh, you know, and so we, we get into the situation where people, a lot of people don't know coal use globally is going up. Uh, oil being transported, not by pipeline where it's most efficient and, and requires the least emissions, but by train or by truck in the U.S., is the highest it's ever been. And so we're we're making all of these decisions that not only choke supply, but also result in in the very thing that we're trying to increase emissions, the things that we're trying to, to reduce. And so it is just a – it is not it is nonsensical. Well, and the, uh, the, the, the problem is – and let's go back to something you and I talked about before we came on the air, and you mentioned it kind of just a second ago. We, we keep hearing things like, you know, you got to open up the drilling, got to open up the leases, got to do this, got to do that. That'll solve everything. It's not that simple. It's the decisions and the things that were done 10, 20 years ago that have us where we're at now. It's not the stuff being done right now. Is that is that right? Yeah, it gets into the scale. The scale of energy required and, and, and the long-term capital-intensive nature of it, yes, there's no you know, switch that anybody can get flip somewhere to, to turn on a, an increase of supply. So let's, let's go back to Europe. Years ago, they started choking their the, the sources of energy that they could produce at home. One of them was nuclear, by the way, which is emissions-free. Uh, they reduced that. And so w- what resulted in time was a, was greater dependence on Russian natural gas. I mean, can you imagine that? But it's not going in, very well for them right now either. <laughs> exactly. And so uh, in, in New England, uh, it, we've gotten to the point where every year, every winter, when we get a cold snap, they have, they're have they in short supply of natural gas. Well, there is more natural gas produced in Pennsylvania and Ohio than they can sell. Uh, but New York, state of New York, refuses to allow pipelines to be built from their neighbor, Pennsylvania. So, you know, what's resulted is, is every winter, and we won't see it this winter because of what's going on in Ukraine, but every winter there's been uh, Russian tankers with LNG offloading natural gas, not from Pennsylvania, but from Russia. Yeah. And they wonder why people get so angry 
about all of this because you can see all of this. We can see all of this if you're paying attention. There's no reason for it. And you you mentioned a second ago, and let's talk about this for a few minutes here, and we've got a break coming up. We'll continue through that. Uh, we don't have these problems in Mississippi. The, the Californias and the Texas and, and the New York and all of the places where we keep seeing blackouts and brownouts and, you know, don't do this and don't do that. We don't have those same problems here. Why is that? Well, we live in, and it's not just Mississippi. I think it's, it's our region of the country. Uh, we have energy production here. We have oil and gas production. Uh, we have logical-minded politicians on both sides of the aisle who look at it and say, because they live next door to people that work in the business, uh, everybody, of course, has, a, has an energy bill. Uh, and so we value the energy sector, and, and we're smart enough here. It hasn't become a, a, this this political religion here yet, and that's what we got to guard against, okay, keeping that out, because it is a very real thing and very organized and very sophisticated in other parts of the country, but not here. And so that is a silver lining for us is as we look at economic growth, that growth, especially manufacturing-based growth and, and things that are energy-intensive, are going to naturally migrate to the places where there is a reliable source of energy and and here's mississippi right in the middle of the southeast i think we can actually outcompete a lot of a lot of places on on our story of energy reliability and so it's something that we ought to pay careful attention to and and not only recognize as a a strength but is i think things are going to get worse uh in some of these other places uh as you said there is no quick fix uh and and they're not they're not reversing course. They're continuing to press forward uh, on, on, on all the decisions that got them in the situation uh, in the first place. And so I, I do think there's an economic opportunity as, as businesses leave these other places uh, for Mississippi to be a home for those. Why do you think it's not taking hold here? I mean, obviously, we're, we're smart. Uh, but aside from that, uh, is it because you think in part – that so many people are involved in the energy sector here in this region. I mean, Louisiana, you go to South Louisiana, it is oil country. It, it, it is all oil and gas, 100%. A lot of people from here, from Mississippi, drive down there and work. A lot of people are involved in it. Do they know that the, there's not a receptive house waiting for them here so they don't really try? Yeah, well, I've always said that energy is not a political issue. It's a, it is it is much more of a regional issue. You have different uh, different ways of thinking when you go from region to region. Uh, it's becoming a political issue. It has become a political issue in in Washington, not in Mississippi, but in Washington and in other places around the world. Uh, but I do think here it's it's much more of a culture, and, and people aren't. Uh, have one or two degrees of separation from it. So they have close personal ties to the industry, and so they see the value in it, see what it can do for for families and communities. You see, you've got it better than you thought. You're at least two degrees removed from stupid. So right there, that's a bonus. I like that. We've got Patrick Sullivan in studio with us, the president of the Mississippi Energy Institute, and we'll continue talking to him about this. This is, it's fascinating, and one of, I, I read your, your op-ed piece, great piece. The chickens are coming home to roost, indeed. Uh, but there are, uh, there are some things they're doing in Europe that are just mind-boggling to me that they're telling people to do. I, I want to mention that when we come back, if, if we can. Sure. We'll do that when we return here in the Element Wealth Studios. 
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 81. Tonight, mostly clear conditions, low around 57. A look to your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 82. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 57. And for your Wednesday, a beautiful day on tap, sunny skies, high near 83. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile since 1871. For all your deer camp needs, stop by today. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Nicely done, Beef. When football fans everywhere cheer for their team, they're cheering for you too. Because your savory snacks fuel the gridiron battle. With your tasty sliders, hearty chilies, and drool-worthy steaks, every option is an MVP. Most valuable protein. So gather around the TV and get cooking at beefitswhatsfordinner.com. Funded by Beef Farmers and Ranchers. Hi, this is Keith Halsey with Halsey Insurance. As your local independent insurance agency, we guarantee fast answers and friendly service. When you have questions, we're here with answers you can trust. Our specialty is home, auto, life, and all types of business insurance. Partnering with the top insurance carriers, let us shop your insurance and do the heavy lifting. We'll find you the best coverages with the lowest rates. Call 601-856-7707 or HalseyInsurance.com. That's H-A-W-S-E-Y insurance.com. I'm Mason Irby, your Madison County Edward Jones financial advisor. We're all about financial investments, but we also value the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Madison Central Football on Super Talk Jackson. Call me, Mason Irby, at 601-616-6872 or visit edwardjones.com for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, member SIPC. He takes the pin, signs the dotted line, touchdown! That's right, you'll always score big when you shop your home team, Mazda of Jackson. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the deals you'll get on every new Mazda in stock. Get super low 1.9% financing for 36 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-9s. Get 2.49% financing for 36 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-5s. And get 2.49% financing for 36 months on the all-new 2023 Mazda CX-50. Buy a new Mazda, and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile warranty. Have a trade-in? Bring it in, and we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. And Remember, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Come score big at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. With proof credit on select models, see dealer for details. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. Welcome back, Super Talk Mississippi. Middays in the Element Well Studios. Dave Hughes here, Patrick Sullivan in studio with us, the president of the Mississippi Energy Institute. They're telling them in Europe they can only shower for five minutes. 
over in England, aren't they? We better watch out. So, uh, you know, to save energy, it's it, important. Well, you know, don't shower more than five minutes. Don't turn your thermostat below seventy-nine degrees. Uh, you don't, you know, don't go on vacation this summer. Uh, all sorts of behavioral changes. You know, it, 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 I'm glad you mentioned that. During the summer, you're not supposed to turn your thermostat below 79. During the winter, their guideline, you're not supposed to turn it above 66 for your heat. Well, you better throw an extra log on the fire. Uh, wait a second. We can't do that. No, 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 uh, no, no, yeah. no, no. You're, 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 you're impacting the forestry then, and that's a whole different thing. It's this kind of stuff that they come out and they say with a straight face, while at the same time putting the policies in place to make a bad situation worse. That's almost mind-boggling to me, Patrick. I mean, they, and, and like I said, they say it with a straight face. Like, this is normal. This is just the way it is. Well, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. It's just, just, yeah, you know, having... Uh, yeah, government officials often, and this may be hard to believe, government officials are often not experts uh, in, in policy matters. Uh, and so, and so uh, I mean, the, the, the case of, I mean, just as we titled the, the, the column, you know, the chickens are coming home to roost. Uh, and so I think a lot of these decisions through the years have been made to make people feel good. Uh, without really any in-depth look. Because obviously, if anybody would have looked at the issues in depth, uh, or scratch the surface just a little bit. Uh, yeah, they would have they would have very quickly um, you know, taken another course. But 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 here we are. And so I mean I mean let's talk about what what real energy policy looks like. Real energy policy is based on supply. And uh, you know we've got enough information and data at hands these days to know how much energy we use, what the demands are. And and getting back to the issue of scale, the scale is is almost, it really is almost incomprehensible how much we use and, and where all it is and how present it is and everything, and it really does take all of those sources. And so, when you start to take sources of energy off the table, as these other places have done, that's when you really start to get in trouble. So then you get over reliant on on one energy source. In this case, in the case of Germany, uh, something that's that comes from Russia, uh, which that's almost that's incomprehensible too. Why you would want to put yourself in that situation? Uh, uh, but but I think that's why we the, the places that do well in the U.S. I mean, just a few years ago, the U.S. was the, the dominant energy producer in the world, uh, and we've we've started to give away that advantage. Uh, hopefully, we'll pick it back up um, as soon as we can. But but we're going the wrong direction at the moment. You know, one thing, and let me ask you, you're you're the guy to ask this question, Uh, because one of the problems that they're having in California with their power grid right now is they shut down one of their nuclear power plants, the big one, that was providing enough power, I think it's like 1.6 million homes, it was providing enough power to power all of those, and they shut it down. And I realize the arguments, I have heard them over and over and over. What's the problem with nuclear? Why don't we lean into that a bit more? Yeah, nuclear's great. So... The nuclear, to me, is really the litmus test for this. You know, every all of the arguments, uh, you know, the anti-energy arguments are cloaked in, in emissions reductions, right? And so, nuclear is really the the true test. If 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 people actually believe that that there was an existential threat, uh, then they would be uh, clamoring 
not only to maintain nuclear or nuclear power production, but to increase it. That's not happening. And so a few years ago, in the U.S., we had 104 nuclear reactors. That started to decrease. Uh, we have 98 operating today. Grand Gulf here in Mississippi is one of the newer ones. It was built in the 80s, but it has a, a life uh, as of you know, current plans. It'll stop operating in 2044. So all of the power plants, the nuclear power plants in the U.S., will start to shut down here in the next 20 years. Do you hear anything uh, no. about, hey, we, we need to figure out a way to replace the nuclear plants, not only replace them, but add to them because this is a great emissions-free source of power and, and baseload power. Yeah, I think there's a lot of confusion uh, about uh, you know, wind and solar. So wind and solar, they have a, a good complementary place uh, in there, but they can't replace baseload power like nuclear uh, because obviously they only generate it, you know, at certain times. They're intermittent, intermittent sources of power. Uh, and so to me, really, it, it, if if this was not, it, we got to call it what it, this is an all-out war against the oil and gas industry. That's, what, that's what's going on. Uh, if it was not that, uh, I think uh, one of the things that you would be seeing would be a, a a real effort to increase nuclear power production in the U.S., and that's not happening. Yeah, because that's an easy solution to all of their supposed problems with oil and gas, but they don't want an easy solution because there's no money in it. Well, that there's and, no power in it, and we've got a, we've got a, you know roughly a hundred plants to replace here in the next twenty years, and there's nothing going on there really. Uh, and you know, if if we had a power company in Mississippi that decided today that. It may be a good idea to build a nuclear plant for its customers, uh, you know, just because we have a very uh, you know, onerous, uh, overly onerous regulatory process. You know, that's a twenty-year process, and so uh, I mean, those are more chickens that are coming home to roost uh, here in the next twenty years. Is, is we are slowly losing our nuclear power business in the U.S., which is our largest source of emissions-free power. Yeah, and that one in California, like I said, providing enough power to power 1.6 million homes, that goes away. Well, those 1.6 million homes still want to turn the switch and have the light come on, so it's got to come from somewhere. I hope Nevada's building power plants. Uh, They've got the, the land that's perfect, you know, something. Somebody needs to do something here. And that that's – we keep coming back to the same thing, the bureaucracy, the political influence on the energy industry. Is there any way to, to back it out of that and get it back to where we're just concentrating like we were 30, 40, 50 years ago on increasing power generation and not worrying about all the political cultism and everything else? Well, you hate to say it uh – but at least my view is it, it's. Uh, I think there's going to it's going to require a lot of pain. Uh, I think it's going to require, uh, you know, a lot more instances like what they're dealing with in California now, what they've dealt with in New England on short supply, what they're dealing with uh, in Europe. Uh, because if you think about it, you know, through the years, we the energy sector has performed so well in the U.S. Every time we turn the light switch on, the lights come on. Uh, you know, for the most part. Uh, we've dealt with some challenges recently and in, in different times through the years. For the most part, we've had very affordable fuel at the pumps, uh, electricity. That's starting to change. And I think uh, the importance of having these conversations with the public, uh, the more the public education level goes up in awareness to understand the causes of what's happening, the better off we're going to be. But, I, again, I hate to say it, but I think it's going to, in, in places, it's going to get worse before it gets better. 
in 22 years, Grand Gulf is going to kind of age out, basically. What's that going to do to the cost of energy for the average homeowner in the state when that shuts down and we don't have anything nuclear to replace it with? Well, uh, it's hard to say at this point. Uh, yeah, I suppose there's a chance that life could be extended even beyond that. Uh, there's still time uh, to replace that 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 generating asset with 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 a newer nuclear technology. Uh, in Mississippi, we're heavy, heavy dependent on natural gas uh, for electricity. I don't think the right policy is to have all of your electricity generated from natural gas. We're roughly about eighty percent in Mississippi, uh, and so people are seeing that in their bills right now when natural gas is you know two or three times higher than it was just two years ago. Uh, this winter, people really start to notice natural gas prices when we, when we start paying our heating bills. Uh, it's going to be a big shock from where it was just a year ago. Uh, you know, but you know, to sum all that, uh, I think we're going to take care of 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 what we have here in Mississippi, and and I think you know what I mean by that is is that we understand that we need to keep our energy supply at a level above what our demand is. Uh, the best case for us is that we're exporting energy. Same for our country. Uh, you know, our, our country's leader right now, they don't, they don't believe that philosophy. Uh, but uh, I think from an economic com- competitiveness uh, perspective here in the southeast, I think we need to latch on to that strength and grow it. Just very quickly, less than 30 seconds, hard to ask. Uh, is there anything Mississippi can do right now to position themselves better to take better advantage of that? Well, I think it's it's marketing. Uh, it, you know, I think a lot of people have said oftentimes we have a lot to sell here in Mississippi through the years. Maybe we haven't done a, the, the best we could at selling it. I think our energy strength is something we should absolutely uh, be very intentional about selling. And that's something that you never hear mentioned, and that's why I'm glad you came in to talk to us today, Patrick. Patrick Sullivan, president of the Mississippi Energy Institute. Keep up the good work and keep us up to date. And I'll be curious to see if anybody ever decides to replace Grand Gulf, because that day is coming. It's coming. At some point, we got to do something about it. We'll continue on Middays in the Element Wealth Studios next. staff get things done? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything. That's why all of us at Janny King, the king of clean, are excited to team up with you. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your places for work, education, medical attention, eateries, stadiums, and worship. Let our team help your team. Go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Janny King, the king of clean. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. 
Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. If recent hailstorms have invited the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, Lurk the Leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit LoseTheLeak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? This is Dave Logan with Cannon Nissan of Jackson. Friendly staff, great environment, open six days a week. You're in, you're out, and on your way. No appointment needed. Come experience why Cannon Nissan Service Department is better than the rest. Nobody beats a Cannon deal or service. Nobody. Land is one of the most valuable assets you will acquire in your lifetime. Hey there, I'm Don Coleman, the land professional at Four Corner Properties in Gluckstadt. Making sure that right property fits your wants and needs is my job. As a proven leader in the land business at Four Corner Properties, I can help you do just that. Give me a call at 662-571-1386 or at the office 601-952-2828. Land for you is what I do. Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A federal regulation that bans bump stocks on semi automatic firearms is being kept in place by the Supreme Court. Fox's Jared Halpern has more. A ban on devices allowing semi automatic rifles to fire more like automatic weapons won't be considered by the Supreme Court. Justices denied appeals by gun owners associations who had challenged the legal authority for the Justice Department to enforce the rule. The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives approved the ban during the Trump administration after the 2017 mass shooting in Las Vegas killed 60 people. The shooter used bump stocks to modify his weapons. Lower courts had upheld the ban. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Mississippi offers some of the best hunting to be found, and it's a huge part of our lives this time of year. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services, urging you to hunt safely this season. Many hunters are killed or left with a disability due to the misuse of firearms. Don't be one of them. Remember to treat all firearms as if they're loaded. Be sure of your target, what's in front of it, and what's beyond it. And when you're not using your firearms, make sure they're unloaded. This hunting season, remember to shoot for safety first. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. 601-957-6006. In a world full of noise, the latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. The 
That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information, and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. Middays, live in the Element Wealth Studios, which we are putting on a big flatbed trailer and taking down to the coast on Wednesday uh, as cruising the coast, uh, actually underway now, started yesterday, I think it was, uh, goes all week long, huge economic impact. I saw one number where it was like $35, $36 million in economic impact from last year's. And this year's? Right on pace in terms of registered cars, uh, the number, as what they had last year. So bigger and better than ever. Onward and upward, as they say. Uh, But that'll be taking place on Wednesday, the show on the road from cruising the coast. Ben from Madison on the ceasefire text line would love to see Mississippi expand on nuclear power. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. It is, and thanks again to Patrick for coming in. Enjoyed the conversation. Uh, We were talking off the air. Uh, Nuclear power, probably the cheapest form of power generation you can do. Once it gets up and running, yeah. Yeah, long term. Oh, it's an investment to get it going. Yeah, it's probably the most expensive as far as capital to get off the ground. But once you do, then it just kind of runs. And I don't know if you remember... Back around the time Grand Gulf was being built, and from there for about 10 years, you know, nuclear power was going to kill us all. We Every egg was going to have three yolks. Every baby was going to have health problems that was born within a 500-mile radius of any nuclear power plant. It was going to be absolutely awful. It was going to be apocalyptic. Still waiting. Hasn't Almost happened. like the useful idiots are idiots. Yes. Have you noticed, though, that there is a group of people? There's always, it's not always the same group, but there's always a group of people that mobilize against any advancement. And you know why? I'll tell you why. Their money and power is tied up in keeping things the way they are and making them more so. And keeping you scared is the tool they use to do that. Always. That's always the tool that's used. Fear. Terrified of everything. We had that with nuclear power. We had one disaster, Three Mile Island, in America. You go look up the stats and you look at what actually happened afterwards, and I'm not, that's why I almost did air quotes around the word disaster when I said it. Wasn't quite as bad as, you know, they want you to believe it was. So, we need to take another look at that, I think. 
That is a way forward. Again, it's an expense to get it up and going, but as you heard Patrick say, in about 20, 25, 30 years, Grand Gulf is aging out, and it'll have to shut down. And we're going to have to replace that power. And it won't be as cheaply as we're getting it from Grand Gulf. Grand Gulf has more than paid for itself since it was constructed. I I feel quite comfortable in saying that. Many times over it has. Instead of just letting it quietly fade away, why don't we double down? If only we had one or two billion, we could invest in something like that. Yeah, I know. Here, here's another handout. Looking for the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, over here. Over here. They are so sick of that over, over downtown. Everybody's got a grand plan for all the money in the bank. But just want to throw that out. Jeff and Grenada, what about the nuclear waste? Isn't it a major issue? Not nearly as much as it was just a generation ago in the reactor world. Yeah, things have changed. Depends on what kind of reactor, but generally the fissionable material can be reused, repurposed, or recycled to a rate of 75 to 85, even 90% for the newer models. Yes. So, yeah, it's not the same problem. That's why you don't hear about it anymore, in part, because it's now become such a weak argument that it won't hold up, so they don't even make it. As a matter of fact... This is a good sign, and it's hard to detect, but this is a good sign that you can use to point you toward the things that we should be talking about. It's the things that nobody mentions anymore. Aside from this show today, when's the last time you even heard mention of nuclear power or Grand Gulf right here in Mississippi? When's the last time that even came up? That it's been mentioned, talked about. You know why? They have run out of ways to attack it. So they really hope nobody notices so we don't have to have that conversation. Everything that they used as a scare tactic, as a negative, as a reason against it, is a lot weaker argument now than it was when we were first building these. So they don't want to talk about it. And that's a problem. When's the last time you heard something about nuclear power? I mean, honestly, we hear about every 30 seconds about how bad burning oil and gas is. It's killing the planet. What about nuclear? Heard anything? Aside from reports of them, and now this is where we're at safety-wise. They have been hitting the nuclear power plant in Ukraine with missiles for six months, and it's still going. And they haven't had a disaster yet. Had a couple of scares with the radiation detector, but still operating. That's as safe as you could ever want anything to be. Why don't we talk more about it? We talk about energy. We talk about energy production. That could be a help. Now, I'm a bit partial in the other direction. I would love, and one day I think eventually we will switch over to a mostly nuclear thing, but that has to be a gradual thing because there are a lot of people that depend on the oil and gas industry to feed their families. You can't just pull the plug and over the next 10 years go pop up three times as many nuclear plants and then just shut all of that down. No. 
That's going to be an economic disaster. That's why you have to do these things with purpose, with intention, and with planning. Forget planning. Most of the time, we have forgotten it exists, much less planned on what to do with it or how to improve it or even how to maintain it. It's just plugging along in the background. Still working, but we never talk about it, never gets factored in. That needs to change. If we've accomplished anything here today, I hope it's that. Let's at least have the conversation about it. That's kind of the point here. We should be having, yeah, perfect example, 662. Grand Gulf was designed to have two reactors. The building for the second reactor is used for storage. Think about that. Process that. Mike and Brookhaven, when I was young, I was afraid acid rain was going to eat my skin off, and I still have it. Skin's still on there, isn't it? Oh, yeah, the number of scare tactics. But if you start thinking about it, you take a step back. That's the hard part. You've got to take a step out of the the continuous fear-mongering. You've got to take a step back, look at it from the outside. Tell me the last time they weren't explaining why you should be terrified of living. I go back to the early 70s, I can remember, and it has been something non-stop every day that should make you absolutely horrified at the idea of even stepping foot outside your house. And heck, most of the stuff in your house is going to kill you too. If there's an item that they haven't told you is deadly to you, just wait a minute, they'll be along. Rhino was just showing me during the break a thing they came out with. A new study says that white rice is as deadly as candy. Something to do with triglycerides. That doesn't make any sense. <sighs> We're overeducated and underintelligenced. As you can tell by the fact that I said that as if it were a real word. Got to have some self-awareness mixed in with this, too, you know. William and Greenville says Japan, France, and Germany are all restarting their nuclear reactors. But again, we're not mentioning that. We're not talking about that. In fact, in California, as I said, they shut that reactor down that was powering putting out the power to power 1.6 million homes in a state that's having blackouts, having brownouts, and going into an energy crisis. They shut that down. Why? For my money, it's because it's an easy solution to the problem that they're making a lot of money and drawing a lot of power from. And they don't want a solution. They don't want the problem to be solved. That's how they get that. That's why Nancy Pelosi has an expensive fridge full of ice cream because that problem exists. We can't make it go away. It's like having a captain on the Titanic that travels back in time and decides he's not trying to not run into an iceberg, he's just trying to pick a good one. That's where we're at. I don't know where the time went. Final segment. This, this, these Monday things were just two hours. That's, that takes some getting used to. Final segment here on Middays in the Element Wealth Studios up next. 
I'm Lauren McGraw with Guide Go. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event too big or too small. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go 601-879-3969. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees, shrubs, and fall color plants. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 20 to 50% off, and for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, fall pumpkins, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's this is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Soybean cyst nematode is the most economically damaging pathogen for soybeans in North America, causing more than $1.5 billion in damage annually. Soybean growers who haven't tested for soybean cyst nematode, or SCN, in recent years are being encouraged to assess the pathogen's presence in their fields this fall. Throughout the month of October, dubbed SCN Action Month, farmers can request a free SCN soil sampling kit by going to www.scn.com. SCNActionMonth.com. This is the second year that the SCN Coalition, a group of public universities, checkoff organizations, and corporate partners have joined with BASF to offer the test kits and raise awareness about the pest. SCN Action Month is really about providing growers with information needed to make sound, successful economic decisions and defend against a really devastating pest. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Let it snow at Mistletoe Marketplace. Hi, I'm the 2022 Mistletoe Marketplace Chair, Kristen Blackard. And I'm this year's co-chair, Adrian Louie. We invite you to join us for the 42nd annual Premier Holiday Shopping Experience. Plus holiday entertainment and special events sure to excite those young and young at heart. Funds raised help us host over 30 community projects and initiatives each year. Buy your tickets today to join in the fun and help support our community. Propane is the energy for everyone, especially farmers like you. It's a single energy source that can fuel most anything on your farm. From irrigation and grain drying to building heating, propane has you covered. Reliable, hardworking propane will help you improve yields, protect your land, and save money. See how propane can help meet your farm's energy needs by visiting propane.com now. Propane, it's the energy for everyone. 
This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, Super Talk Mississippi. Middays in the Element Wealth Studios. Dave Hughes here. We have Mississippi Outdoors coming up at noon. Ricky Matthews, my buddy, going to be on here with you. Probably going to be a lot of honking outside the studio down there on the coast right now. There's a car or two in town. There may be some vehicles down there cruising the coast, punching its own hole in the ozone layer for decades. You know, you think we would see an impact from that, but the weather is absolutely gorgeous right now. So, no, I'm not buying into that. Everybody should go have a good time. Bring two cars instead of one. We'll all have a better time. There's always some just incredible cars down there. Just some ridiculous vehicles. Some of these things that that people have that they show up. I've been to a lot of different festivals, seen a lot of different car shows. Some of these things they pull up and your jaw drops. You just stand there going, "How?" And that's usually immediately followed by, "How much?" They put a lot of time and money into those things, and it's worth it because they're gorgeous. Oh yeah, because in an instant you can time travel for some people even to a time before you were born. The downside is I've yet to find any of them that will let me drive them. <laughs> it's like like they're proud of them, and they, they think I don't have the look of someone who's, you know, going to signal properly at the turn. So they just don't let me, don't let me. I can think of only twice someone's even let me sit down in the driver's seat without the key on the switch, much less take one for a drive. But it's understandable. I have a mirror. I've met me. It makes perfect sense. Uh Box office, we were talking during the break. Yeah, let's go there. Uh, that is, was that a Universal movie, I think? I, I think, think from so. Universal. Movie called Bros. Billy Eichner, if you ever saw Billy on the street, you know what I'm talking about. He was in a season of uh, or two of American Horror Story, uh, desperately trying to transition over into being a serious actor. Well, he released, uh, starred in, and got put together, and executive produced a... Uh, LGBTQ gay buddy romance comedy called Bros. Opening weekend was this weekend. It finished fourth with $4.8 million. Just shy of its $22 million budget. Yeah, it's got a little ways to go. And there's going to be a drop-off. So it's not going to make its money back. So Eigner has come out now and said that, um, obviously... This is an example of the raging, rampant homophobia in America today. No, it's an example of how to make a movie nobody wants to see. Why have we gotten away from the concept of, well, make something people want to see and they'll show up and see it. 
No, 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 no. you got to make a statement. Here's what you're supposed to like, and if you don't come spend your money and your time on this, you're a horrible person. And we're going to let everybody know. Which leads right into what? Controlling your leisure time through fear. That's where we're at now. Why, I don't want to be seen as homophobic. The only problem is nobody's buying it. Rhino, you had a great point about whether or not uh, a, a movie with a relationship between two men could succeed at the box office in the rampant homophobia that exists on planet Earth. You made a great point. Yeah, and if you don't even have to really look at anything recently. You can go back to the early days of political correctness to a movie called The Birdcage. It came out in 1996. It grossed over $100 million in the box office. Could it possibly be that it was a funny movie? Yeah, it was entertaining. Nathan Lane was in that. You can get out of the lane of funny movies and still deal with an LGBTQ community and an issue that has impacted them dramatically if you go back to 1993 with Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. It made a killing. Won an Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it's homophobia. No, no, your movie stinks. That's your problem. And we've got to get back to being able to say that and feeling comfortable in calling poop, poop. And I'm sorry, apparently your movie is poop. It's got nothing to do with your theme or your message or your statement you're trying to make. And it's not even about the money. We all have a set number of hours on this planet. The scary part is, we don't know how many, but we have a set number. The most valuable thing you have is not that fancy car you're taking to the coast this weekend. It's not that number in the bank account. It's your time. If you want me to spend an hour, two hours, three hours of my time, my limited resource on this planet, on what you're producing, make me want to. Don't tell me I should. Because that ain't going to work. Because when it comes to my time, I am two things. Selfish and lazy. you got to get some momentum and make me care. If you don't pull both of those off, I'm still on the couch. <sighs> Had fun. I'll be back in a couple of weeks because apparently Gerard has days to burn. Uh, but <laughs> don't forget Gerard on the road on the coast Wednesday with Cruising the Coast. Mississippi Outdoors coming up after the news here on Super Talk Mississippi. Keep it here. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.